It's time to watch The Muppets with special guest Carol Burnett. ongoing issue and I've told you about it so now I'm just going to talk about it because it's on my mind and I'm very frustrated there is this song that I have on a burned CD okay and it sounds like it's from the 90s but I know it's not and it's from like a band that Uh was probably from New Jersey that like I somehow got their CD and like we're talking like a W R R A T, like the rat maybe gave you this no. as a promotional item. No, G-103. but I do have one of those. No, I don't think so. I think this is like probably I went to like underground show. Yes, at a VFW. I probably went. I probably went to like a rock concert, coffee house at Oldbridge at- High School. Or even when you go to like um, a warp tour and they have those side stages. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. I probably was at a concert. Side one dummy presents the best of whatever. Yeah. No, but I I don't even think it was like that. I think it's like literal band CD that they like burned their own CD. And there's this song that I love because Mm -hmm. it sounds sort of like a Toad in the Wet Sprockety-esque or like meets Gin Blossoms. Okay. But I know it's not. Uh Uh-huh. And it's not a, it's not great, but I so like it. We have tens of twenties of listeners, Megan. So why don't you give it a shot? And can you like hum it? It's sing the it a way bit? that you walk when you come and see me. I can't do it. Are we thinking it's like it's got like a Dave Matthews? Like, that you bah, bah, bah. pay in the heat of the moment. I thought it was like some weird Christian CD because I have let friends in high school take me to their. There was a big Christian rock scene yeah. in Old Bridge. Yeah, yeah. There was a big Christian rock scene. So I've I've gone to like uh-huh. concerts and I thought it was this one band who like handed me a CD and I happened to like this song. Yeah. But I happened to have found that CD buried. And no and good. And it wasn't on there. So now I'm like the mystery of this song. How do I find and songs? And now you're working with like your memory has betrayed you. My memory has definitely doesn't serve me definitely well. Definitely did not serve you well. You fought tooth and nail to find this fucking thing. You found it mere minutes ago. Basically. Mere minutes ago. And I have to tell you, I'm like, I need to dig into the archives of my old laptop again. Uh-huh. I need to try again. We should get you a thinking cap. You think that would help? I, lo- I love hats. The hat that I'm obsessed with this week is a fez. I think you should get a fez. I really I want th- one. I will tell you, you sent me a picture earlier of a fez, and you said you think I could pull this off. I think you should do the fez, but I think the tassel is too much. Okay. What do you think? Like, that tassel in particular was really long. <laughs> it's a little flashy. It was a little flashy. A little flashy. But, like, I read about, because I was doing research on fezes, I found out about this secret society, or, like, not a secret society, but, like, a mason society, and I think they're called, like, the Shiners. You know I'm not allowed to talk about this, right? You're not? <laughs> I, have too, I have too much mason running in the Oh, family, but you don't you have know, Shiners, not... right? And they're, I don't know. And their theme <laughs> is, know. like... Middle Eastern Turkish. It's just mm-hmm. the theme. Mm-hmm. So it's like you, you know how like there's this... Grandpa Simpson riding around in the little car with the with the shiner hat on. I have to rewatch. I'll that. find it for you. But I've seen them yeah. before. But I didn't realize it was like a derivative of the, the Freemasons yeah. and how they have like Scottish rite and things like that. Mm-hmm. They have like Mecca, Turkey, this that. Mind you, this has nothing to do with Islam. It has or the not- Muppets or. <laughs> <laughs> Or 
Muppets. Okay, anyway, bringing it back to the Muppets, I feel like Gonzo should wear a fez. I think he would pull Gonzo it off. Gonzo should wear a fez. You know why, especially? Because fezes usually come in like a maroon, and that would look really good on Gonzo. Actually, it really would look great on Gonzo. That's a good pairing. I think it would be great. I'm glad you brought it back to the Muppets because I really need to focus. Meg, it's time to watch the Muppets. It is, and I'm so excited. We watched the Carol Burnett episode, episode 515, season 5, episode 15 of the Muppet Show, Carol Burnett, airing in the UK on February 8th, 1981, and in the US on September 20th, 1990. Oh, a split. 1980, I'm sorry. That's a pretty big gap. Well, I. Th- yeah, that is a big gap. You think Carol Burnett was as popular in the? I mean, I don't know because variety shows obviously are very UK. It's very English. Yeah, I would say so. But I have Carol like no Burnett, knowledge. But like they still do them there. We don't do them here. Like variety shows, not and the stuff, same right? way. Like, anyway, you know, yeah. It still feels like they at least try to still do them. All right, why don't we get things started? Wait, what do you know? Do you know anything about Carol Burnett? Carol Burnett. So, okay, you know this, the Emmys the just year? happened the other day, and okay. she presented at the she Emmys. She did? Yes. And I was very, like, very excited to see her. I was very Bitch excited to 90. see her so well. Yes. She was in, like, a great way. She made some really snappy jokes. She was very, like, you know what I mean? Like, on. Yeah. It was great. It really was great. Carol Burnett, otherwise, though, I mean, I mean, I know Miss Hannigan. Yeah. I know, like... Her She's acting such a good Miss Hannigan. Variety show. I've never seen an episode of the Carol Burnett show. Mm. I know the bits from it, like the you know we'll see in, later on in this episode when she plays her janitor character. Oh her, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her maid, whatever they call that character. I know that character. I know the tugging on the ear. I know that you know. Little, I know the Tarzan yell. I had no idea it ran for so long. Oh, the show? Yeah. It ran for a long-ass time. She mentioned that in her Emmys, like, presentation. What is, like, the longest? seasons, I think. Whose variety show ran longer? Mm-hmm. Most, I would honestly, like, hazard to say that a lot of these celebrities would get tired of doing such a show. You know what I mean? Not Carol Burnett, though. Like, I guess not. Yeah, she is, she is a talent, and... um. I, I just need to preface this and say the way she interacted with the Muppets, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. She's maybe number one. You think so? She was really good. I really liked... I believed her. Parts of this episode. This episode flowed really weird. I didn't love this episode. No, neither did I. And I'm I did like, not I, love this episode. It was boring to me. And we've been looking forward to it. Yeah. But it's like, it's such a bummer to say that like, oh, there's a great performance in an episode that like is I tried not to great. focus more on the performance and mm-hmm. even on like the Muppets. Yeah. And like the way that the puppeteers are moving the Muppets and stuff because the the it was just a boring episode. It was. It was. All right, let's jump into it. So, cold open. Carol Burnett arrives to be a guest on The Muppet Show. Pops informs her that the show is hosting a dance marathon tonight. You mean while I'm supposed to be doing my sketches and my songs, there's going to be a dance marathon going on? Well, yeah, but don't worry. You won't bother us. Why did I know you were going to say that? <laughs> Terrific! Another contestant! What number would you like? My agents. I don't believe this. During the Muppet Show theme, Gonzo's trumpet sounds like an air raid siren. <laughs> yeah, but they use... Don't they use the air raid siren, like, throughout the episode? Throughout the episode, yeah, to, like, spark... To, like, let you know that it's time to take a break or whatever. Yeah, or the ambulance is coming. Yeah. Oh, wait, there is one very... The there are two yeah. funny parts to this episode that I have to say is, like, classic. One of the yeah. best things ever. But we'll get to those. So, this episode... The whole premise of it is that Gonzo is hosting a, like a dance marathon 
Which is like such a 50s ass thing. They did this on Gilmore Girls. I really wanted to let you know that. Did they? Yeah. It's a great episode. Okay, so uh, tell me about a dance marathon. You dance until you can't dance anymore. You dance until you can't dance anymore. Exactly. It goes on all night. It goes on until it ends is the idea. And it's usually like 50 couples and they dance and you have to keep awake. And then there's breaks for people to go pee or whatever. And you can like maybe take a break. No, so you can't eat? Like there's food. Yeah, that's all a part of breaks. That you would break for a little bit. Depending on the prize, like I would will myself to win. Yeah. David Goggins would win. I don't know if you know who that is. But. David Goggins? No. <laughs> He's like a famous Navy SEAL. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I don't know And he David runs like Goggins. ultra marathons and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> they also did a dance marathon as the premise of a Jack's Mannequin song. Remember Jack's Mannequin? Yes, I do. The song Dark Blue. I don't know that one. That was uh, a dance marathon. Dance things that are not with us anymore. Dance marathons. I feel like dancing and variety in general, shows. Like that. But the music, even the dance music nowadays, how do you, you don't no. dance to it? You just kind of like how do, how do you dance to this? Like the music in our day, or uh-huh. even, even before our day. Well, and then the idea of a dance marathon is also like that we're gonna go do the twist, or we're gonna waltz, we're gonna do like mm-hmm. it's like dancing. Mm-hmm. It's not like you know the idea was that they would be doing that. What is that song? Uh, it's like they use it for the Chips Ahoy commercial. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Actually, they use that song in the movie The Mask, which I unfortunately watched. Why did you watch The Mask? I don't know, because we were thinking about movies to watch, and mm-hmm. the the boys never saw it, and I was like, well, we did go to Mexico, and there was that Coco club, Bongo. Coco Bongo, and I was like, I don't really remember this movie, I remember laughing as a kid. I know. Is it my name is Cuban Pete? Is mm-hmm. that what he said? That's he, the only chick, good part of the whole boom, movie. Chick, chick, yeah, I don't. I've never seen that movie. I really haven't. That movie is the only part of that movie. I mean, that part is the only part of that movie. Got to tell you, we're recording in my comic shop today, based on a comic book, The Mask. Oh, isn't that weird? That is kind of cool. Does that though. help? That does like, help. does that make more sense then? Is the Toxic Avenger a real comic book? Yes. Okay, cool. I like that. They're remaking that with uh, Peter Dinklage. Get out. Is who is dope. also who is from, from New, New Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> it feels like he. it has to be someone from New Jersey. Oh, hundo. And he's from North Jersey, too. Otherwise, it like borders on being like, I don't know, like state cyst. Like, you can't make fun of no, New Jersey and not be from New Jersey. Absolutely not. Go fuck yourself. Nope. You can be from Staten Island. You can be from. Fine. Yes, you can be from Fine. New York. Uh-huh. You can't even one be of from the, certain parts of South Jersey, in my one opinion. One of the five boroughs, you can't be no. Ocean County, no. the top of that Monmouth County. That's the that's the yeah. dividing line of this state is Highway Not even Lower Monmouth County. No. No. But like no. T- uh, Upper Monmouth, yes. That's the cutoff. Okay. <laughs> At the opening, it is revealed that all dance marathon that it is re- <laughs> At the beginning... At- Oh my god. Bop, bop, chick, chicky boom, a, chick, chicky boom. I think I just had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> At the opening, it is revealed that the dance marathon was Gonzo's idea. Gonzo introduces the show with round and round the couples go until they drop, and that's the show. 
The dance marathon starts with an instrumental version of I'm Just Wild About Harry and a few nautical jokes. Kermit the Frog realizes that this is just like their regular at the dance spot. Gonzo replies, yes, but it goes on forever. I think that's what the heart and the soul and the problem of this episode is. We hate it at the dance, and now this episode is nothing but at the dance. But I don't know who pitched this idea. I don't know either. You have Carol Burnett. Why is she not doing, like, Why doesn't she run the... Okay, my pitch for this episode. Carol Burnett, she is the variety show queen. Yeah. She literally just takes over for Kermit and runs the show. Mm Mm-hmm. And just says, I okay, Kermi, you're done. She comes in and she goes, you're okay, done. I had a very successful variety show that ran for so long. I don't know if it's still on the air at this Steam time. Steamroll him. And then, yeah. Okay. Oh, you want me to do the guest on your show? No, no, no. We'll just do my show. You're going to be the guest on my show. Here yes, you go. we're doing the Muppet Burnett show. Yes. And even to do like, you know... I think that'd be very funny. Way better concept. Mm-hmm. Then at the dance, what a waste for a guest like this. I know. I mean, you have a living legend, and I don't know if we're up to the part yet, but she calls out Julie Andrews. She's like, well, yes. Ju- <laughs> I loved that. Because she gets disappointed at one point that they won't do whatever bit she wants to do. And she's like, oh, Julie Andrews got to do it. She got to sing The Hills Are Alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Music, you know? Oh, yes. <laughs> so Statler and Waldorf realize that the prize for winning the marathon is three weeks away from The Muppet Show, and they partner up. I love this. <laughs> In the box. The dancing continues backstage where Gonzo confronts Carol Burnett about not dancing. Her excuse is the same as Kermit's. She has no partner. Gonzo dashes off to find her one. I really don't want to hurt your feelings. Don't misunderstand me, but this is one of the three worst shows I've ever seen. What were the other two? There are no other two. I was just being kind. Actually, the way she delivers this line is really good. It's so fucking cute. Yeah. I very much enjoyed this little Me joke. too, because she's just like... Well, there there are no other uh-huh. ones. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Gonzo returns with a partner for Carol. Animal. Animal. Nora. <laughs> Do Carol. Carol. <laughs> you have to. You almost did Nora again to get like that's your entry like, word for the for the impression. <laughs> Do you remember when Aidy Bryant used to do? An impression of yeah, Winona little baby Judd. Eighty. Oh my God! Yeah. And she would have to say a mama or a horse. <laughs> <laughs> she would have to say like those phrases every time she before. Was, yeah. A song about a mama or a horse. <laughs> and that was the only way she I could get the impression 80. going. I had to um, think about animal saying it to Nora the way that Harry Potter has to think about a snake before he can speak parcel tongue. Oh, I didn't know he had to think about it. He has to really put in that work. In the book, yeah. In the book, he puts in the work. Mm-hmm. In the movie, I don't think he ever really speaks parcel tongue. He just, it's just, it's happening. Like, they're they are conversing with each other. You never pe- back up to see someone being like, what I the think, fuck are you doing? And I he's think, going, ah, 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 ah. No, I you know? think during the duel in one of the movies, they do like a duel, like Snape has them duel each uh-huh. other, and somebody turns something into a snake, uh-huh. and He's speaking parcel tongue to the snake. But do we see Harry do like? Yeah, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we really? hear him go. Ah, Are you going to rewatch them after you're done reading them? Are you almost done reading them? I'm almost done, and okay. I'm so upset that I'm almost <laughs> done. And actually, I looked up online, and there's like communities of people who get like post Harry Potter depression. In the time since we've recorded and taken our break for the new year, we'll say it. Call, let's call it. Let's a new call year it a break. break. Whatever. I started and stopped reading The Hobbit. 
Why did you stop? It's so boring. No, get through it. I couldn't do There's it. There's three parts. There's three stories in one. I think I read the first one. Okay, or how far did you get? One. Are they still just traveling? No, He's the burglar. They didn't leave the house. You didn't get... It gets I good when they the leave house. the house. <laughs> Doug, The Hobbit's not that leave. long of a book. I know! When they leave the house, it gets good. So I read a book that I think you would like, though. You have to know. You have to finish because when he meets Smeagol, you have to do that. You mm-hmm. have to read it. My precious. I read The House on the Cerulean Sea instead. Cerulean? What a Which good Which is about word. a guy who... Um, is in charge of overseeing orphanages that are filled with magical youth. <gasps> Two youths? And he goes to visit and make sure that this one in particular is good because it, it houses like this globby guy, this guy who, this little kid who's going to be the Antichrist. It's it's very fun. It is? It was kind of a book that's, I think there's this like, I almost said new thing. Is it a graphic novel? No, it was a bookie book. And there's this like kind of like, um, Ooh. This like wave of books right now that I'm noticing pop up where they're just, it's called cozy fiction. And it's like, nothing too crazy happens. It's fun. You enjoy it. You read it in a weekend kind of thing. I you like know? that. It was really good. I need that in yeah. our in our climate. I think that's the idea is that like you look out the window and there's like horrible shit happening everywhere. So like, everywhere. let me just read about nothing. I know. And the internet is because it's like you think that the internet cannot become any more toxic than it already is, and it but it's is. Like, Hold my ears. It's yeah, it's com- <laughs> compounded toxic. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I like that though. I have to maybe read that. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna need book support when yeah. I'm done with Harry Potter. Especially you're gonna be traveling in a couple weeks, right? Like I'm not. You're not. Thank okay. God. I got somebody else is going to Hong Kong for me. Okay, good. And I am very happy about it. After a siren calls for a rest period, Kermit is able to introduce Carol Burnett's number. Watch what happens. Ooh. Andy Cohen. I was just thinking that. I'm like, watch what happens now or watch what happens just next? watch what happens. Wait, wait, wait. Does he have a show called Watch What Happens Now and then he also has a show called Watch What Happens Next? I honestly, I don't know what I bet they're that called. That sounds very Bravo-esque, though. <laughs> I know what they're Why called, don't they bring Kathy Griffin back to Bravo? Kathy Griffin got canceled. Yeah, but can't she come back? It's she's waited long enough. I think she's her cancellation probably ends if Trump gets reelected. No, but I thought that if you get canceled, you have like a period of like hibernation that you have uh-huh. to take, and then you can come back. I, but it, it doesn't. It maybe isn't a bit of a different form a, re, a resurgence. Yeah, I don't know if Bravo can take her back or if she has to go to E. Or something, you know, like Bravo has Andy Cohen drunk on the mm-hmm. show. They could take fucking Kathy Griffin. Kathy Griffin made Bravo. My life on the D list. Come on. Or was it E? They're the same, aren't they? The they same? are the same. <laughs> I don't know what the difference is, I don't honestly. Know one is Housewives, one is Kardashians, right? I know that Bravo was like channel 44, maybe, and, and oh, shit. VHS was FX, 51. Do you remember when FX was 42? Yes. Why do we do this to ourselves? Like, yeah, like, Nickelodeon was 32. I know, and then it got moved. Yeah. To 42. Cartoon Network right? was 33. Cartoon Network was 32. Or 32. Okay. It was Disney was 31. Was 30- yes. Cartoon Network was 32. And then Nickelodeon was 33. Yeah. yeah. For 33rd degree Mason. After a siren <laughs> calls for a rest period. <clears throat> After a siren calls for a rest period, Kermit is able to introduce Carol Burnett's number. Watch what happens. Unfortunately, the dancing is called back and she is interrupted by various dance rhythms. She finally blows up at the dancers. Rhythm is a dancer. Keep your soul in passion. Tries to finish her song uninterrupted. 
Not possible. <laughs> Not possible. Gonzo calls for a can-can. So from the can-can to the twist. Wait, can I say one more thing about <laughs> grocery stores? I heard a drag queen uh, called Delta Work talking about, and it was on TikTok, so I was like Delta scrolling. Delta Work. Yeah, her name was Delta Work. <laughs> Love it. Yep. Um, she was talking about Aldi, and she was like, you know what Aldi is? It's a post-apocalyptic grocery store. It is, though. <laughs> I was like, wow, it really, truly is. You can't turn around in an Aldi. You have to just keep going. You can't turn around. I have to say about Aldi, though, they sell a box of mini-wheats, whatever their uh-huh. name for mini-wheats are, yeah. for one ninety nine. Really? It's, you can't, and it's just the same as mini-wheats? You can't fucking beat that. Yeah, you can't. It's like a real full-size box of cereal. They make my favorite black bean burgers. Oh. Like, <laughs> I've had, I've, as a vegetarian for the last six years, I've had every fucking black bean burger and in they existence. And they make the best one. And they make the best one. Amazing. I'll have to try it. It's really good. Next time it's I organic. Got. It's everything. It's mm. all of them. Nice. <sighs> From the can-can to the twist, Miss Piggy tries to get Kermit to dance, but he won't. It's not until he is reminded that Gonzo is his dance partner that Piggy becomes an appealing alternative. Okay. Here goes Kermit again, being a total doucher. Mm-hmm. And being with Piggy when it's convenient for him. But I did think it was hilarious that Gonzo was like, we're her dance partners. Piggy, pretty scarce in this episode, shows up at one point later. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Phenomenal performance. She later is on. terrific. I do have to say, Piggy Sue is in this episode. I see her afro in the next picture. Oh, is she? She's uh, Link Hogthrob's partner, yeah. which is fine. So now this is actually at the dance. At the dance of Foxtrot. What could go wrong? Midst and dancing. Midst? I'm sorry. Midst the dancing jokes. Animal oh, returns. Oh, like a miss? I know. A midst? I'm like, I can't. A midst. I can't with you tonight, Muppet Wikia. Midst <laughs> the dancing jokes. Animal returns to his old favorite dance move. One, two, three. Dip. And drops Carol on the floor. Link Hogthrob, dancing with Annie Sue, spills wine all over the floor while checking his watch, calling for someone to mop it up. Carol's janitor character responds, My dumbass almost does this every day. I have a cup in my hand or something, I go to check the time, and I almost spill it all over myself. I'm like, me and Link, we're do you one also, the same. Do you also step on rakes like Sideshow Bob? <laughs> <laughs> Those are definitely one and the same. Um, Doug, do you think we could get VH1... To produce for us, um, like an I love the '80s style show, but it's I love the Muppets, and it's. I think we should do that. We'll get Mo Rocca, Paul yeah. Shear, but then us too. Yes, we'll get. Oh my god! What but was instead her name? of Rachel, not Rachel Harris, and they can all be talking heads with us. No, <laughs> Rachel Harris. I can't think of things you'd know her if you've Monique? seen her. It's no, not on it. No, not Monique, but there was these two women called Frangela oh, yeah. that would do it together that I loved. Oh, my God. I really want to do that. I mm-hmm. think it would be really fun if they just showed us clips of the Muppets. I feel like the Muppets are kind of ripe for that, too. Muppets would be do, great for it. I love the Muppets, the 70s. I, and then I love the Muppets, 80s. And show me. I can only talk about the Muppets from the 70s and the 80s. I love this pitch. We should pitch it to VH, yeah. VH1. Come on. Produce it for us. Produce it. But we have to be in it. Yeah, we want to be a part of it. Definitely, we we did this before. Oh, we tried to get we tried to pitch um, spinoffs to Muppets Mayhem. Oh yeah, wow. Just trying to get us a little extra work. We need it. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely this, not busy enough in this economy. <laughs> 
Feeling the events are lacking in entertainment, Gonzo calls for a faster tempo. We're six grueling minutes into this marathon, and still these contestants can really te- tear things up. But how long can it last? The bone-deadening fatigue will soon start to take its toll. Soon every step will bring terrible agony. The muscles rebel. The mind goes numb. The hideous torture of never-ending pain and torment will... The first contestants out collapse on Gonzo. Which is a really funny picture that I should post. Because this, like, with his tongue hanging out? Yeah. It's really, I love it. It's really dumb. I'm taking a screenshot of it now. Backstage, Kermit calls for the scenery. His promi- he's, promised, he's promised some variety for this show. Gonzo protests, but the cast has agreed to compromise. It's time for Pigs in Space. Pigs in Space! Under a disco ball, the crew of the swine truck continue to dance to the tune of Taya Yellow Ribbon as their story unfolds. They've captured a mysterious alien creature, Mean Mama. First of all, I totally thought this was Lunch Encounter I Monster. I thought it was Lunch Encounter Monster also. I Are they said to identical Liz, twins? Mean Mama and twins. Lunch Encounter Monster? They absolutely are. Lunch Encounter Monster. You don't forget an, um, a Muppet's name like Lily that. Tomlin episode. Yeah. Lily Tomlin. Was she not on? No, Lily Tomlin. <laughs> I didn't was think so either. Who am I talking about? Rita Morano? I don't know who uh, I'm talking uh, about. I don't know who it was now. <laughs> I'm just making up my own guests. <laughs> I think the Lily Tomlin episode is one that you have to write later. <laughs> <clears throat> so, Mean Mama and First Mate Piggy is trying to figure out how to communicate with it. Dr. Julia Strangepork suggests that she try the universal language of dance. It only works until Piggy is eaten by the creature. The second I saw this, I was like, oh, Piggy's about to get ate. But she kills it. So Gonzo arrives to warn Piggy that she'll be disqualified if she isn't dancing. There are no exceptions to the rules. Miss Piggy complies dancing inside Mean Mama. <laughs> and she literally, it's so weird because it's a puppet inside of a puppet. Yeah, like what a difficult feat. Because I would have thought that this was like a whole body Muppet, right? And then you managed to put the Muppet in it, and now you're. I want to know how they did it. Me too. Frank. Frank. Frank and well, Dave was there. Obviously, Gonzo's here, right? So Frank and Dave, why don't you guys let us know? Just send us an email. Message us. Message us. The UK spot, poke me polka. I knew it was the fucking UK spot immediately. The dancers beat each other up. This All of a sudden, UK they started talking about. Spot. I'm like, you, because I heard it, and I was like, you guys already did polka in the beginning. Uh huh. You did polka again. This must be the UK spot. Yeah. The UK spot sometimes has no awareness of what happened. I just already wish in the it was episode. something. I like when the UK spots are more British. Yes. Like when that like cagney ass dude oh, came yeah. out and sang coconuts oh, or whatever. Absolutely. He's like, oh, I'm gonna sing. <laughs> and that is that such like a British just... <laughs> stereotype. And you did the face so good. And I'm like, are you cousin Arthur or something? Like, I, not or not cousin Arthur. Ar- Wait, Arthur the movie. Arthur. About. He's like rich. He, Dudley Moore. He Dudley the Moore. Episode, yeah. An episode. He did the one with that machine. Remember the, the music machine? Oh yeah, that was a good one. That was a good episode. That was a good episode. So, all right, whatever. A mid UK spot. It was mids, and that's being kind. Yeah, it is being kind. It wasn't even as good as good, when better UK spot. John Candy does polka music in the airport. Doesn't he play in, polka? Yeah, he's. What is his polka band's name? In, in Home, Home Alone. Alone. The polka something or others. Yeah, and he has like a jacket. Yeah. I can watch that movie because John Candy looks like himself in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't freak me out as much. <laughs> 
So the dance continues. Carol Burnett's janitor reveals that she and her mop are both enrolled in the dance. I don't think I can dance another step. Oh, well, during the next rest period, why not come up to my dressing room then and I'll loosen your collar and uh, put you on the couch. Uh, did we come here to dance or to talk? A siren goes off. Another rest period, but an ambulance is arriving. Piggy, that was smooth. I'm not going to lie. I think oh, hell yeah. That was like real smooth. So I'm in the middle of reading the um, the book Funny Boy. Yeah. The biography of Richard Hunt. And I thought it was so interesting. They talk, they touch on how Richard Hunt played Miss Piggy in the beginning. And then how, like, of course, Frank Oz perfected this character and everything. And one of the things that I find really interesting in, of course, this book's not out yet, so I don't want to spoil too much about anything. But they do go into Richard's struggle with playing female characters. Oh. They say, like, oh, people always assume that because he was gay that he would be comfortable doing that. And he's like, no, I don't understand. Like, I'm not, like, you know, I don't think that that would – why would that make me more comfortable? That doesn't Mm -hmm. make any sense, you know? Even though he, he, like, perfected Janice. Yeah. And, like, they go into how he, like, you know, changed that Janice is like what a she once was. Janice is, like, a girl, though. Yeah. She's, like, not, like, like, Piggy is, like, more of a diva. Mm-hmm. And Janice is too cool to be a diva. Yeah, they talk about how um, they sang, what is that song, the Beatles song, I Get By With a Little Help mm-hmm. From My Friends. That they when they sing that, Janice got the line, I get high with a little mm-hmm. help from my friends. And that, like, of all the Muppet characters, you believe that Janice is likely stoned oh, yeah. in a performance on the show. Like, and Floyd. Hey, and, man. Oh, and Floyd. And Animal's doing some uppers. But. They re- <laughs> They call, in this book, they say that, like, Kermit is the dad and uh, Miss Piggy is the mom. And that Floyd is the weird uncle. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and I'm that. like, hell yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So in the guest stars dressing room. He's like Andy from Weeds. He absolutely is Andy from Weeds. When you say cool uncle, that's first thing I thought of was teaching Shane to put the banana peel in the microwave. So now in the guest stars dressing room, Kermit finds Carol crying in her room, packing her things. She's leaving the show. She's so good at this. She complains that this sort of thing probably never happened when Julie Andrews was the guest. (laughs) Kermit convinces her to stay by asking her to do her lonely asparagus sketch. Scooter pops in to tell Kermit that he's needed downstairs as Carol changes. Ta-da! Hey, mister, you're in the wrong place. They're doing the vegetable soup commercial next door. Mister, I'll have you know I am a lady. Ah! She hits Scooter, sending him hurtling out of the dressing room and over the backstage railing. This is the best part of the episode. Anytime Scooter's getting his ass kicked, one. But the way his little eyes looked crazed after he And gets the thrown. way they flung him out the door. So fucking funny. I don't know how they filmed this or what they did either. or who threw him. Or if he he's on a string like, yeah. or what. It was fucking perfect. He didn't look floopy or anything weird. Oh, it was so good. <clears throat> Burnett's janitor character from the Carol Burnett show sings But Not For Me. This song. Let's look up But Not For Me. But not for me, from George and Ira Gershman's Broadway musical Girl Crazy was performed by Carol Burnett as the janitor. Okay. It's an Ira Gershwin. I guess Annie didn't come out yet. George Gershwin song. From Crazy. I don't know what Crazy Girl is. It's so. This song is from 1930. Some of this show, man, is like. These musicals, it's so weird. 
But like you look at musicals like nowadays, and it's like maybe in 30 years there'll be a variety show where they sing a song from Spider-Man, Turn Off the Dark. <laughs> and people will be like, there's a Spider-Man musical? How crazy. I, I mean, they're even saying like Book of Mormon like needs to update some of their references or oh, whatever. I can only imagine. Like It's really hard to watch old South Parks and be like, what the fuck was this episode referencing? <laughs> like Not that it's not still funny, perhaps, or whatever, but still that you're just like, I don't even know what they're talking about. <laughs> I watched the other day, Peacock has the channel where they, like, loop SNL bits, and they'll loop anything. So it's, like, a random piece of update, random sketch, whatever. So you're just sitting there, and I watched the, like, what was, what's Gilda's character? Emily Latella? Mm-hmm. I watched the one where the Norge breaks. Oh, my God. And then after that, they played the Akon Lonely Island song, I Just Had Sex. Oh I'm like, God. this is a really random... And Dan Aykroyd All is like fixing it, and he's yeah. like butt hangs that out. That sketch goes on for way I too long. Wait, the Norge one goes on for way too long. There's so many like SNL. I watched one of the ones. What are they? Rachel Dratch and Will Ferrell play the, the lovers. Oh, lover! I I watched one with Winona Ryder that was really funny. But again, it's Rachel like, Dratch makes that funny as hell. SNL, they used to be like, okay, we got 10 minutes, so this sketch will be 10 minutes long, and we have four <laughs> minutes of an idea. And it's like, I know. shit. There was a time <laughs> that it was like real bad like that, too. I don't know. I haven't watched in a while, but. The most recent episode this week was like f- fine. Fine. Who was the guest? Jacob Elordi from Saltburn. Oh, yeah. And Renee Rapp from Mean Girls was the musical guest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, backstage, Carol is excited for her asparagus number, which Kermit promises she can do as soon as the dance marathon is over. Well, well, when will the marathon be over? As soon as everybody collapses on the floor and can't move. (laughs) I didn't expect that to happen if you keep giving them rest periods. So with that, Carol takes over the dance marathon singing... I was made for dancing and this faster is where... and faster until every contestant, including Animal, drops. But this is where it actually gets decent. It, I know. And an episode should not come alive in the last five minutes. I mean, really. And it's like, this is a good song. It's entertaining. She's like kind of dancing a little bit. It sounds really good. So this was a Leaf Garrett song written by Michael Lloyd from 1978. But This that... song, yeah. This was a good number and it was fun. This asparagus costume is really fucking cool also. I, I think it. that that needs to be mentioned. I think like... She looks really cool. She does look really cool. Is this a lonely asparagus, like a real thing that she does? I have no idea. We probably should look that up. Or somebody on the Muppet Show likes asparagus. Because remember the eggs that hatched that were asparagus? Oh, yeah. I wonder if it is like just a made up like gaslighting the, you know, like, oh, do your famous lonely asparagus bit. Because did you stay around for... Okay. I'm getting ahead of myself. You ready? So after Carol sings I Was Made for Dancing, Carol is set to do her lonely asparagus. But Gonzo interrupts to award the contest winners. Dr. Bunsen Honeydew announces he'll take the award. I love this. As the dancers were, in fact, robots he invented. <laughs> Since robots are against the rules, no award is given. A mob of angry contestants chases after Gonzo. Carol doesn't take it well when Kermit informs her that they're out of time. Disqualified! Did you... You do... That is baby Gonzo. No, I can't. It's I a perfect baby Gonzo. <laughs> Muppet baby Gonzo. Did you watch the full episode? Mm-hmm. So the episode ends with... Oh, what a sad and lonely asparagus am I. Most of my holidays are behind me. Oh, rats. 
I loved it. I love that she was the ender ending instead, instead of, Statler of Statler and Waldorf. Waldorf. Yeah, I thought right? it was really funny. That was so goddamn funny. I was. It was a nice little Easter egg. Uh huh. Because yeah, how often do you turn the episode off or do you whatever you know? Yeah, for some reason I stuck around and I was like, oh my god, she came back. No, I make sure to always watch because you never. Know. It's a part of it. Mm-hmm. I guess it is. I know better nowadays. Remember in the beginning they used to like repeat them. Oh yeah. Yeah, and they would repeat, like, the horn in the beginning yeah, and all that like, kind of stuff. We're not coming back tomorrow! <laughs> yeah. Like, really dumb things. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. All around, like, I guess it was a pretty good episode. The Gonzo, I mean the Gonzo, the scooter getting thrown was quite good. I'll put that on a top list. Like, I feel it- like there were really moments that could have been made so much better in this episode. I think Carol should have come in saying, like, oh, we're doing a dance marathon? How- when does it end? And then Gonzo says, you know, when everyone falls, basically. And then she goes, okay. And she ups and sings. She's like, I'm going to start the episode then with this disco number. But, like, also, why did that janitor character, like, why was she there? And I feel like also, like, they could have had her there in the beginning. They could have used her more. She could have swept up the Muppets. Like, she was she was pointless. Yeah, she was really pointless. She was pointless Beyond to the story. saying, like, oh, this is something that Carol does otherwise. And, and was that really the most famous thing that you're going to do that Carol does? I don't know. That was weird. I don't know. I didn't love it. I thought this episode could have been so much better. Carol Burnett, though, like you said, was flawless. She was really good with the Muppets. Yeah. Really believable. Really great. But if I had to love or list this episode, I'd list it. You'd list it. <laughs> really? But meanwhile, like, we know that you've already bought an episode. Uh, yeah. And, like, you're just pretending. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I did. All right, Megan, next week we're going to watch the Gladys Knight episode. You want to hear the plot to the Gladys Knight episode? Yes, I do. Episode 516, Gladys Knight. The theater's roof has rotted through and the workmen have to take it to the shop. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, I've never read words today. And the workmen have to take it to the shop to fix it. Performing without a roof, the Muppets have to go on <laughs> despite snow, fog, hail, and high winds. So we're in the tail end of this series now, and they're pulling out all the stops. They're doing all sorts of dumb like, shit. like, what can we do? Let's get rid of the roof. The roof is gone. It's got to be It's got to be taken in. This episode sounds bananas. It sounds bananas, but it, I have to say, it's been cold as shit. I have long johns on it right now. It has been cold as I'm shit. I'm cold. It is a warm 33 I today. haven't run in the mornings or anything. You it's can. 16 degrees. It's 16 degrees. It's like, they said on the news the other day, they're like, oh, it's so cold. Like, try not to be outside too much because you shouldn't breathe in that kind of cold. Oh, okay. It's like actually bad for you to breathe in cold like that. Cool. That's insane. I hate I'm like, it. I don't live in Canada. No, for a reason. Yeah. Also, like, it's too cold. Where's global warming, dog? <laughs> Come on. It's too cold. All right, so join us next week as we watch the Gladys Knight episode. Um, in the meantime, you can follow along with us on social media. Follow us at ITTWTM. Message us. You can write a nice review. We haven't seen one of those in a little while. Yeah. Read review. Talk to us. Um, and until next week. Wait, start giving us suggestions about you. what you want to hear about next. I know. What should we do next? Should we do dinosaurs? Should we do the Muppets tonight? Should we do... I don't know. We know we got some movies to do after this, we but we don't movies. know what else. Yeah. Well, we're going to do everything Jim and Muppets. So. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the gumball. Carol Burnett. <laughs> <laughs>